It's our HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, July the 5th. We're taking a look at the St. Augustine's Falcons. I'm your host, Donald Ware. And as a matter of fact, very much momentarily, Tim Chavis, as a matter of fact, he's standing by the head coach in his third season of St. Augustine's, going to join us. Just want you to or want to remind you that this podcast is part of our initiative Hashtag HBCU125. We're celebrating 125 years of HBCU football. So tell a friend about the podcast. And, of course, you can listen to any podcast you may have missed by logging on to our website at BoxToRow.com. Without further ado, Tim Chavis joins us here. I know, Coach Chavis, you're traveling. I appreciate you taking some time to join us here on the program. Hey, not a problem, man. I love doing the love doing the show, and I appreciate you uh, giving me giving me a shout out, and and I'm love to be here. Yeah, no, we appreciate. It. I know you can. Uh, I know you can appreciate hashtag HBCU125 in terms of 125 years of HBCU football as a former HBCU football player yourself. Yeah, yes, sir. Most definitely, I'm a great supporter, and and you know I love it. I love it. Definitely big supporter. Absolutely. So let's talk about last year. I want to get your thoughts. You guys went 2-8, and eight, wins over Lincoln, and an overtime win, an emotional overtime win uh, at Livingstone, as a matter of fact. Just want to kind of get your thoughts from last year, your first full season as the head football coach at St. Augustine's. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, one thing that I've learned, you got to have depth. Um, like I said, we started out the season with two guaranteed games playing against the powerhouse uh, uh, Central and the powerhouse of A&T. And they kind of they kind of beat my players up a little bit. Like I said, they beat them up a little bit, and right we had right before we got into the CIAA season. So a lot of injuries played a big part of my season. But like I said, I've learned a lot. Like I said, you got to have two or three quarterbacks that can do it. You got to have two or three kickers that can do it, and definitely your defense. You got to have a lot of depth on defense because the injuries played a big part of my season last year. No question. The one game I had a chance to. Um, see you guys play was against A&T, as you mentioned. And, boy, you're right. That's tough. You go A&T, Carson Newman, then North Carolina Central. But that's that's a brutal schedule. But D.J. Johnson did some really good things for you. I just think that A&T defense was so tough. But want to get your thoughts on the way he performed for you last year, your quarterback? I'm going to tell you, he's improved since his freshman year. I mean, D.J., he has became a leader. He's a captain on my team. Um, he's close to a 4.0 GPA average, coming from a 2.8. Like I said, DJ has improved in the classroom and on the field. And when I say he made great decision-making, he got better and better, you know, without the season and without the years he was there. You know, he's coming up on his senior season this year. Um, he's bigger. He's stronger. He watching, he's watching more film um, um, than the past couple of years he's been with me. And like I said, um, he's working out. He's doing really good right now. And I think he's going to be a big key in my in my season of this year. You know, we only lost seven seniors. So we got the whole team coming back, addition to some new guys that I brought in in the spring. We had a great spring also. DJ looked real sharp. Yeah, I mean, if I look at the numbers, completed near 50% of his passes, a really a solid touchdown to interception ratio, 13 to 9 a dual threat quarterback as you mentioned can run the ball what do you where do you think from what you saw in the spring where do you think he improved on uh in the spring and then moving forward into 2017 pretty much not taking sacks 
pretty much he knowing knowing that he could use his legs a little bit more to keep the chains moving. Um, um, just pretty much knowing his personnel, um, trusting guys, and just giving them the ball, and also throwing that check down to that running back. DJ would always try to take it on his hands, and he would take, he took a lot of sacks. So this spring, you know, he learned to throw that check down to that running back and let the running back, you know, you know, keep that thing going. And like I said, he pretty much is involving all the players on offense now. He's just not putting it on his chest, thinking that he has to make a play every time. Does Sam Boyd come? Does Sam Boyd back for you? Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. He's looking good. You know, his his forty time has gotten faster from working with uh, our, our our Hall of Fame track coach, Coach Williams, and he's gonna be back. He's gonna be a monster. Yeah, I, I would say it's six four two fifty. I mean, I had a, again had a chance to see him. Um, uh, you know, when you guys played A&T last year, put up some good numbers for you last year, your team's leading receiver boy. And, and, and like you said, I mean, to be such a big kid, to be able to run fast, has good hands. Talk about him and in the improvement he made in the spring. Pretty much taking care of his body. Um, a lot of things, a lot of my players have learned from last year, having to play to those three powerhouse teams early in the season, you have to you have to take care of your body the season before, and and he pretty much changed his diet, drinking a lot of water, uh, taking vitamins, and doing everything he has to do to take care of his body because he played a big key in our season last year by getting hurt uh, mid season and not being able to really finish out, you know, to help us win a couple of games. But like I said, he's as he's improved, he's much smarter. He's he's watching more film with DJ, understanding the game a little bit more. So, you know, with them two together and working out this summer together and both understanding that they got to take care of their bodies and, and to be stronger and to get bigger, that it starts during the off season to, to win games, they definitely going to be – they definitely gonna understand that Sam is definitely has improved since the year I had him since last year. Tim Chavis is in his third season as the head football coach at St. Augustine's. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast I want to talk with you, Coach Chavis, about the running game because if I look at the numbers, um, you averaged as a team 135 yards rushing, which is solid. Uh, DJ, uh, your quarterback, really an, a lot of that because of him. He averaged close to 50 yards per game. Talk about the improvements and some of the guys we can look for in terms of your running game for 2017. Well, I'll tell you what, I went out, since me being a running back myself, I went out and we recruited three nice running backs so we could be able to help DJ out so he don't have to do too much running. You know, we got three quality uh, running backs that, that came in the spring that put up some good numbers that, that's going to definitely help us out offensively. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, uh, and then let me look at the defense. Let's look at the defensive side of the football um, where, I mean, from a statistical standpoint, I mean, I, I, I know you just weren't happy with giving up. I mean, you could talk about yards per game, which doesn't always tell the story, but at 45 points per game, I know you weren't happy with that. Talk about how much you've improved on that side of the ball and who are some of the guys we need to look out for this upcoming season. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I revamped the whole defense from the coaching staff of my defense and also the play calling and everything from the player personnel, I revamped the whole defense. And uh, just having help from uh, Coach Parker 
my assistant head coach was going out, bringing in some some new quality coaches and some new personnel defensively from the D-line all the way back to the defensive uh, secondary. Uh, We definitely have improved on depth, and we actually have improved at the defensive line and linebacker positions. You know, needless to say, you know, we do have at least uh, three or four, actually four key defensive linemen that are coming back into their senior season, uh, like Chaz Cobby, Darius Goodman, uh, Kiwan Morgan, are, are definitely three top defensive linemen. Their injuries played a big part because they had to play pretty much four quarters, you know, without really having a rotation or having a breather. But this year, it's going to be their year. Like I said, we recruited real heavy on defense where those guys can get a breather, where they could be able to uh, rotate a little bit, and we can have some better shine on our defense this year. For you, last year being your first full season, you had an interim season um, in 2015, and then your first full season as the head coach. And everything really moved so quickly. I mean, everything moved quickly for you from – the from being named the interim coach to then uh, quickly to start this uh, 2016 had the interim tag removed. W- what did you learn about yourself in 2016? Um, that I'm 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 more patient than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, you know, coming from being a, just a regular assistant coach, you know, to a to a coordinator to a head coach that you that you you learn to be very very patient. And it takes time to put a team together. You know, certain things, you know, you know, you can't rush. And I've learned that, you know, to be a head coach, you're not just a head coach. You're also a mentor and, and a leader and sometimes a father figure to a lot of gentlemen, to at least over 100 players. And it's pretty much year-round. And uh, it just taught me a lot of lessons of, you know, just being a great role model um, for those guys and helping them out just not with football, but just with family values and reality. Um, it just taught me a lot. It calmed me down a lot to understand that it's more, it's more in life than, you know, just really playing football, but also teaching them young men to be grown men and to graduate with a degree. What you were able to do, of course, and then also with a master's degree. Lastly, your former head coach, we had him on uh, the second day when we previewed Edward Waters. Of course, uh, Alvin White, he's still getting it done, and you played on some of those really good teams at Bethune-Cookman in the early part of the 2000s. What, 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 what are some of the things you took away from from Coach Wyatt that you've brought into now uh, yourself as a head coach and, again, as, in your third season as the head coach of the Falcons? I'm going to tell you, um, you know, Coach Wyatt was a mentor to me, um, a father figure, and also this is leadership. He was definitely a leader off the field. And, he, and, and what he installed in me, he told me, you win games and championships during the offseason. During the offseason. Offseason workouts off-season recruiting, off-season studying the opponent before the players even touch the field. He taught me that, and, and, and it goes a long way. And, um, and, and I'm, everything that he taught me, I'm doing it now, and it's improving, and it's definitely improving. And um, I just love him for that. He's a great guy, great mentor. Um, you know, we talk occasionally – you know, he's always talking trash, and, and I love him to death. You know, he's a great guy, great mentor, and I love to see him continue to coach also. 
Tim Chavis in his third season as the head football coach at St. Augustine's. And the Falcons looking to do some big things in uh, 2017 and uh, looking for some improvement. And Coach uh, Chavis, we really appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Falcons this upcoming season. As a matter of fact, you guys open the season on the road against Catawba. Good luck. Hey, I appreciate it. And thank you again for having me on the show. And uh, we're going to make some big challenges. We're going to surprise a lot of people this year by bringing, we're, you know, we're bringing back 65 players. You know, we're adding at least another 40, 40 to 45 players in camp. Uh, we're really looking forward to a great season. So it sounds like the St. Augustine's offense is going to be pretty good, particularly with D.J. Johnson back at the quarterback. Some question marks still on defense, although they have seemingly a solid defensive line. But as Coach Chavis said, he made wholesale changes, so we'll have to see how all of those changes are able to mesh. So that's going to do it for a look at St. Augustine's on tomorrow. We're going to take a look at St. Augustine's crosstown rivals Shaw as the two schools are separated by 1.8 miles. Don't forget to tell a friend about hashtag HBCU125. If you've missed any of our daily podcasts, you can listen to all of them by logging on to our website at botchtoro.com and clicking on the daily podcast link. We'll see you tomorrow.